Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, the Avengers podcast. So if you haven't heard our podcast before, let me tell you what it's about. We watch a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie every single week from the order that they come out. So we start with Iron Man and this week we're doing Iron Man 2. But we go all the way to the Infinity Wars movie that we're so excited to see in May. Um, we have a trivia uh, game. Uh, we talk about the Stan Lee cameo. We talk about just how crazy it is that these Marvel movies were all planned and made um, to entice the viewers to return for the next one. Um, and we also like to give stuff away. So if you go to facebook.com slash DelphinPod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D, we give away something really cool as a gift to our listeners every single week and for the first 20 subscribers on itunes we're gonna give something special away to you guys too but we'll talk about that later enjoy this week's countdown to infinity did we pick up now where we left off mr stark please yes dear could I have your attention? Absolutely. Our priority here is to have you turn over the Iron Man weapon to the American people. Well, you can forget it. We're safe. America is secure. You want my property? You can't have it. But I did you a big favor. I have successfully privatized world peace. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, an episode on a movie that we watched recently. Most recently. Iron Man. Iron Man. Two. Two. First oh. sequel. Technically, this is a... No, not really. But like it's the first uh, sequel in the Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Universe. So it's yeah, the awesome. first direct sequel. So mm-hmm. uh, before we get started, I just want to say we're recording this. You're not hearing it on this day, but we're recording this on uh, Stan Lee's birthday, the creator of uh, Marvel. Um, oh. So we're going to sing happy birthday right now, okay? Because I know he's and listening to us. Ready? Yeah. Happy birthday to you. All right, guys, that was good. That was yeah, good. I think yeah, we should. We need to record that and then sell that. <laughs> so as a single, On a record. Yeah, we're yeah. about to go platinum, baby. <laughs> happy you, birthday, Stan the Man. You know, uh, we can sing. You used to have to pay money when you sang the I'll Happy Birthday song. Really? But not anymore. Not because we're on podcasts. It's free sure. now. It's free. Anyone can sing it. Oh, in general, like in just general. anywhere. Yeah, the time ran out. It's totally. It's copyright free, free. now. Just like as much as you want. Who got who got the royalties for that? These sisters, these two uh, the birthday sisters. ladies, the birthday sisters. Birthday sisters. You know them. <laughs> yeah. Big uh, birthday, big birthday and birthday. and little birthday. <laughs> <laughs> they one was really big and one was really tiny. Boom! But they kept getting money from the birthday songs. Yeah, I guess they invented it or something. And when you, if you sang it even at a birthday party, you had to send them ten cents. I don't know if you guys did that, but I did. Honest, there was always a scout. One of their scouts there. Twenty five cents. Yeah. So that's thirty five cents. You're out of. That's why I don't sing them. I sing those off brand happy birthday songs. You PayPal them. Yeah, like in those movies. The before what would be like an off-brand happy birthday song? Do you know one or no? I don't think so. I think Wait, he's a jolly good fellow. There's he's one. A jolly good fellow. Right? I guess Damn, so. I yeah. thought of one and y'all thought of. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you just like modified the happy and happy birthday instead. Happy, like just happy like, birthday from all. Have a very good you. birthday. That's another happy, one. Happy birthday. So we can part D two. Hey. Hey way. Yeah exactly. Boom! I thought of two. Y'all thought of none. Gosh, you know what? I'm good at this. <laughs> He's Andrew, just filled with alternative <laughs> alternative birthday songs. <laughs> all of nothing but birthday questions. Dang. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, we're actually covering Iron Man Dose today, directed by John Favreau. Again. John Favreau returning for more gold, baby. The Lion King. 
The Jungle Book, Chef. He was in Daredevil. The Thora. Yeah, um, friends. Yeah, Iron Man two. One of the first sequels. Uh, one of the first returns of uh their most famous character, probably Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys remember this movie coming out? And uh, were you excited to see Iron Man two? First off, we got a guest here. Our first guest of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. We got Carlos Huerta all the way down from Atlanta, Atlanta, Hotlanta. Hot Hello, everybody. It's fun. I love Iron Man, uh, but not really. But I love it. Oh. Do you do you ever see any of those uh, desperate? What are they, what are they? Hot wives of Atlanta. What are they called? <laughs> yeah, the hot wives of Atlanta. <laughs> they, the housewives. The housewives of Atlanta. You ever no, see any of them? I've never seen any of them. You got to go on the he, hunt. He went. To, to, he visited the Walking Dead set though. Did you really? No, no, I wish. Yeah, he just looks not like yet with the leather jacket. You know, a ton of movies are being made in Atlanta. If I'm not mistaken, one of the Baby Marvel driver. movies. Marvel Studios actually ha- shoots a lot out there a lot. Yeah, They, like they shot some of Infinity War there. Yeah, Infinity what? War. Yeah. Yes. He got to meet Thanos. What? He met uh, Wait, Black the actual Widow. Thanos or the actor portraying Thanos? <laughs> um, Thanos. Wait, we got to send you on assignment. You got to sneak into one of these sets yeah. with a microphone <laughs> and you need to shove it up at Robert Downey Jr.'s face and, and be like, what? what's it like being Iron Man? <laughs> And he, I bet he loves that question. <laughs> yeah. He I probably do. does that that trademark glasses where he takes off the glasses and he yeah. just like looks at you because he does it a lot, like in all his movies and in interviews, which is kind of really. Not, I that, wouldn't say that's his trademark. It is his trademark <laughs> now, but it's also like a stark trademark, which is kind of very odd. Like it blurs the line between art and reality. Well, there are a lot of movies being made in Atlanta, like all day long. Right? It's such mm-hmm. a great yeah, place. Everywhere. Uh, you ever cross by any anything? Cross by anything? <laughs> no, no. That was a bad question. You don't have to answer it. <laughs> Do you I ever cross, cross by, by? Some stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever see anything ever? <laughs> no, I'm blind, so <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Iron Man Two was the last movie you saw. <laughs> Jeez, that would be super sad. But Iron Man Two. So were you guys excited when you? Um, heard that there was another Iron Man coming. I'm, I bet it was exciting. It was awesome. Like I remember being like super stoked. I think I watched actually a bootleg trailer version like you know they have these these <laughs> they have these like trailers that are leaked from comic-con like it's like it's, it, it's always happens i think it started at iron man 2 because i remember watching the trailer remember i showed uh drew yeah, exactly. i showed you I the trailer whiplash, yeah you, they mickey show Rourke, mickey like, rourke's character roping in the street <laughs> yeah they kind of show him doing some sort of weird like little thing with the with the with the whip and that was really <laughs> awesome whip. i don't know how to explain it like he's yeah, just kind of cross whipping with his arms like it's when he's in the the racetrack scene. It's like if you ever uh, do jump rope, you, yeah, you go do. yeah side <laughs> yeah. to side before so. you actually do the jump roping to get your arms prepped for jumping rope. Right, exactly. But in this case, he's prepping his jump rope of death for for Tony Stark. <laughs> that was the other name for this movie, Iron Man 2, Jump, jump rope, rope of Death. Yeah. <laughs> and so watching that, it was really cool. And I was really excited for this movie to come out. So like, I, I mean, I thought it was pretty rad that they were making a second one. Well, but, Iron Man was such a smash hit. That yeah, exactly. this was like, whoa! I can't believe it's coming, and it's coming so soon. Yeah, it is. It's um, it came, came pretty fast. Came yeah. pretty, okay, <laughs> Carlos, you remember watching this movie? Did you watch it in the theaters? Did you watch a bootleg like John <laughs> no, just admitted to? I, I, Trailer. I, I watched it in theaters, and I thought it was. Uh, I mean, you know, theaters are always fun because you get the big sound, big screen. Yeah, but and I mean, experience. this this movie was definitely had some of those scenes, so it was pretty exciting, but. Well, this movie is a little different than the first. For sure. It kind of already established Iron Man, and it wasn't an origin story for him. It was for, of course, Whiplash. Whiplash. Um, 
Mickey Rourke. Mickey, uh, you, Mickey Rourke. You know, uh, they asked Mickey Rourke to be in this movie just because he won the Oscar. They were like, you know what? For, yeah, the wrestler? for the wrestler. For the wrestler. They were like, I bet we can get an Oscar winner into this. Oh, wow. oh pennies, baby. And he said yes. Like He yeah. was just like, why not? And he's like, this is a new role. Because Mickey Rourke is kind of like a weird... I mean, if you really kind of study what Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke does, like he's almost like a method actor. Like, Welcome he back to John's to do Mickey Rourke podcast. <laughs> yeah. he, can, he loves doing stuff that's like brand new to him. And so, like, the thing that attracted him, he just kind of wanted to make it, like, a weird, like, non-two-dimensional villain, which obviously is debatable when you actually watch the bro movie. But that's why it was his idea to have, like, you know, have the... A bird. A bird, and to have, like... I he actually paid my bird. He paid for that bird with his own money. Wait, what? I'm not even playing. Like, he paid yeah. for that bird with his own money, and he also, like... I need this bird to be in this movie. <laughs> he, he, he went to a Russian prison and, like, was, like, visiting that prison. Interesting. Yeah, and so, like, he, he brought all that, you know... Russian backstory to it himself. It was really funny because he said that this was going to give him layers and it was going to be a very layered villain. Didn't really end up that like way, Shrek but I'm did. pretty sure like, yeah. Cut it but, but I'm pretty sure it was really interesting getting there. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, Mickey Rourke has, uh, I mean, to continue on with our Mickey Rourke podcast, he's <laughs> had kind of the same sort of career up and ups and downs as Robert Downey Jr. Before winning the Oscar, he was also one of these actors you thought was, you know, kind of I, I have, up, yeah, I washed saying. up, a has been. Then in the wrestler, he did. He even did real life wrestling for a bit for too. The wrestler, yeah, he, um, he did that. To, but you know. yeah, and he's had you know drug problems and you know stuff like that. So this movie is his first big like budget blockbuster, blockbuster movie, yeah. since that, and kind of the same for Robert Downey Jr., who also had similar problems. But but really cool. I turned my microphone off. I turned it back on. <laughs> but really cool to uh, to to have him in this. Movie, but what were your feelings overall? How did you think Iron Man two did? Do you th- how did how did it hold up with the original with the OG Iron Man? Uh, this is probably about like a third the movie the first one is. Um, but I think the the my first time seeing it, I was I think I was more like wowed at the what uh, what Carlos was saying, like the spectacle or like the the effects, because some of the sequences in here are like pretty badass like the the war machine iron man sequence at the end like that's alone that was is, awesome. is worth the price of admission that's like the most war machine you'll ever get in, in all of the movies a, yeah exactly yeah he's such a small part of the other movies like civil war and all that and um and he has red eyes in this one which yeah. is way more yeah war machine like yeah because yeah, yeah. the they do give him white eyes eventually in in these other movies but i mean he's obviously coming out in infinity war also but i'm sure with having robert downey jr and everybody else and you know uh Chris Evans and um, Chad Chadwick Boseman, or um, then etc. I, I mean, he's going to take a back seat, you know. Yeah, and War Machine uh, in this movie was recast, which we'll yeah, talk, talk about, about a bit now. Game. So in the original, it was Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard. and they recasted it for uh, for for Don Cheadle, who um, yeah, who's a great actor. He's, he's actually really funny. Both I've both actors are really good. Like I did like Terrence Howard a lot. In that first Iron Man movie, in which we watched, um, it was there. I mean, he's he's a pretty great actor. He, I think, had just won an Oscar too for Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Dang, Flow. Oscars for yeah. everyone. Um, but um, apparently, I mean, the the way the rumors go, there wasn't like you know confirmed. There's only like articles and stuff like that that came out around the same time. Apparently, John Favreau didn't enjoy working with Terrence Howard. Like he was kind of a difficult actor to like kind of handle. Also, due to the fact that like Robert Downey Jr. was kind of still on the you know. I wouldn't say recovery process because he was obviously sober, but he on his career wise, like he wasn't that big when they made the first Iron Man. So the person who got paid the most money on the first one was Terrence Howard because he had just, you know, won that Oscar and stuff like that. 
when they came back around, you know, to make the second one, uh, oh. according to Howard, Howard was like, someone came up to me like, well, the second one's going to do money now w- with or without you. Yeah. So like, you know, we're they gonna, didn't need him. Yeah, exactly. So they upped Downey Jr.'s fee and then we're, we're giving him less money, basically. Interesting. And then he kind of just walked out. I don't know if it was him walked out or if they like actually fired him. That's still rocky because apparently, like I said, Favreau didn't like like working with them john you know so much about actors salaries i'm it's looking up at the insane thing like right now yeah. how much money did but uh like, <laughs> well, and that's the crazy part because like brought in now, now you get to see it, it, it went from you know um ed norton to mark ruffalo and then you see this one with terrence howard to don Cheadle. we haven't seen that yet though because yeah. they haven't made the Avengers yeah. by now right, right 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 yeah yeah, yeah. but, but yeah saying, it, like, it is something total, like you know mirror situation where like recasting does happen and it's crazy because this is all a shared universe so mm-hmm. it's not they don't explain they don't have to explain it mm-hmm. as you know this is why this happened this is a different character they just they do, just it do it yeah without then, a blink nothing happened don Cheadle was always the uh, <laughs> war, machine, war machine iron patriot but you're you're right about the feel of this movie it it's it feels like a third i think because the stakes are a little bit lower than mm-hmm. the first movie um and it's much it's, more personal story it's a super personal story i i it was supposed to be a little darker it's supposed to be about straight up alcoholism, alcoholism. Yeah, and dark right. stuff with um robert downey jr of well, course yeah, it got the, marveled up a little bit that's one of the, it, the most famous uh, iron man comic covers is when he's staring at the mirror with a drink in his hand and they call it, I think it's called The Demon in the Bottle. Because he becomes a full-on alcoholic. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, John was, I know we, when we talked in Iron Man 1 where he brought most of his experience from being that, like, party boy and from using, you know, uh, drug abuse and all that and alcoholism to that role because that's what Tony Stark kind of was before turning into Iron Man. But um, that was a big thing in, even in the books. I think they pulled a lot more of it. Well, they only kind of hinted at it again because this is kind of Marvel we're talking about here. So they're not going you can't to like, make it rated you, R. Yeah, they're not going to give you a full on like you know al- abusive alcohol story because then that's just not really fun to watch. Um, so, but they pulled some little things off of it every now. Like you know, they have that scene where uh, you know where he's kind of like drunkenly playing with the suit at a party and stuff like that. Like yeah. that's pretty well, funny. And he's also dying because yeah, of yeah dying that's the reason thing. why so, he's yeah, exactly. an so, alcoholic. Like, let, me, let me just drink. The, the sorrow away or you know it's gonna hurt less or whatever you know carlos are you an alcoholic <laughs> uh not not yet okay well you let us know you still got a couple of years we on. can make a <laughs> pretty sick iron man movie yeah. if, pretty sick if, iron I, man if I was i probably would have liked iron man two more yeah I mean, <laughs> it, it, so he's dying and in this movie there are some pretty extravagant sequences including that grand prix in i think monaco or monaco, something yeah. but it's something that uh his character does because he just says, F it, YOLO, which I think is a 2010 saying, um, and thinks like, I'm dying. Let's just do whatever we want. Hey, Potts, you want to go do this? You want to go do that? You know what? You're CEO. F it. Because um, yeah. he's he's really just tired of everything. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. this is where you also had um, in the other choice, uh, Sam Rockwell, who was going to be, who was considered for Iron Man 2 um, with Justin Hammer kind of playing the uh, the support character to the villain. Of uh, Ivan Vanko. And Hammer is uh, the person that filled the void. After Stark said, I'm not going to make any more weapons, Hammer is the guy that made a company that filled the need for weapons. Right, exactly. So he yeah. became the weapons dude. The off-brand. Yeah. To- uh, to- you know, Stark Industries. And Stark became kind of this more environmental Apple plus Disney World uh, Disney company kind yeah. of hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, because th- a lot of the set piece of this movie is this year-long... Expo, expo, yeah, that's going on. The Stark Expo, 
which has some insane technology. So it's meant to be like a world's fair. So if right. any of you guys are 100 years old, back in the day, <laughs> if you were going to see what a microwave was, you'd go to the World Expo the and they'd fair, be yeah. like, here's a, here's a fucking microwave. And then you would scream and throw Bibles at it and be like, no. Um, but <laughs> it was the future. And a lot of the, um, John Favreau got a lot of compliments from the first Iron Man from actual tech leaders. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, the stuff you're using, that's like real cool. And that's something we're actually developing. So he thought about like, well, let's make a fucking expo and do some crazy ass shit. And maybe it'll be in real life. Um, but yeah, what did you think about? Because part of the expo was his kind of connection to his Father. Father, yeah. Someone else they recasted, I think, too. Played by, think well, not really. I mean, they kind of technically recast him, but I do love John Slattery, who plays, um, what's his name? Howard Stark Howard in this Stark, one, yeah. And yeah. he's a great actor. He's well, from Mad Men. Mad Men, right? you yeah. Get him Mad in, Man. in uh, Civil War again. You get him in Civil War, and you get him in also in, in Ant Man. There is a, a younger version of the, of the, of Howard, Howard Stark, Stark that's played by Dominic Cooper. Dominic Cooper well, I get some cool hints of like, Walt Disney and the old Stark because he even does a TV special where he's showing them plans for something and mm -hmm. I only saw that with Walt Disney when he showed everyone what Disney World was, was going to be gonna look yeah. like. Well, and it's cool because it, I know we haven't seen it yet but we'll, we'll come back around to it in Captain America too with the um, an older version of the Stark Expo and then like John said uh, with the Howard Stark that's played by Dominic Cooper. Mm. Carlos, you have, uh, you have father issues? No, I don't. I have mother issues. That's not this movie. Yeah, so <laughs> I can uh, relate. That's maybe maybe that's Black Panther. Yeah, yeah awesome. I think that's going to be Black Panther. I love Spoiler. How you keep asking Carlos like the super hard questions. You what? have father issues? Are you an alcoholic? Uh, this isn't this isn't a this isn't an easy interview, Carlos. This is we're a hard setting <laughs> podcast. We try to get to the root. It's like an intervention. Do you have any heart problems? Yeah. <laughs> I know later on we're going to ask some pretty hardcore stuff when we talk about um, yeah. Do you whips. want your bird? Do you like whips? <laughs> whips. Yeah. I love whips. Whips are my favorite. Let's talk about Whiplash. He's a character, so uh, we're going to enter the nerd zone because uh, Andrew and John obviously know who Whiplash is. Uh, actually, we don't. Oh, okay. It's a movie. Um, it's really <laughs> good. It's the guy that made La La Land. But so Whiplash <laughs> is the is the the villain that they choose, and his whole thing is he has a vendetta against the Starks because his dad got gypped out of a job. Right. Yeah, he helped develop the arc reactor with Howard Stark, and basically wanted to sell it for profit. And when uh, Howard Stark heard about that, he deported him. Well, it's send him back. I guess you guys were talking about how Rourke wanted a uh, uh, a two sided, not two sided, almost an. Uh, uh, Wanted a fully, an like, anti-villain almost. Yeah. Like a villain that you kind of rooted for, mm -hmm. which they cut out. Because that was one of my things with the movie. One of the things I, I kind of didn't like was how one-dimensional Whiplash was. He was. He was yeah. a guy who had a mission and end of list. It was like the, the bizarro yeah. Tony Stark. Where it's like, oh, like one of them was, you know, road to fame and the other one fell to the bottom. And it was that, that kind of thing where like, I want what's mine type of thing or, you know, you owe me this. Or. And see, that's cool. Like that little mirror image of themselves is pretty awesome. Like you can totally tell where they're going with that one. It just didn't really feel like it didn't really work that well. It's because what you just said, like, it's kind of like, you know, he tried his hardest to make it. But the scenes that they give us, like, it's just, you know, he's just brooding or he's just like, you know, thinking of another evil plan to do this or do that. It was kind of weird. Yeah, because he wanted his brother. Because he's, he's Russian? Yeah. Well, no, not because of that. <laughs> because of his accent. <laughs> yeah, because of his accent. I didn't like him. No. No, it, it, it was just, he was kind of off uh, and he was quirky. And he, you knew he was angry about this really personal thing. 
but there wasn't a lot you could relate to. And I, I feel like Rourke really wanted him to be someone you felt sorry for maybe. And that just didn't hit it. Cause yeah. I mean, if your if your dad lost his job, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he spent half the time also just building stuff. That's the thing. Is like yeah, you know, yeah. he's just building, building, and it's like, like it's almost as if you, no, they no didn't character. Know who, who the real yeah. villain was? Mm-hmm. Like whether it was Justin Hammer, yeah, or whether it was, um, or you know, maybe they, they should have pushed Iron one Man. of them a little bit more. Yeah, well, that's something that happened. Is Hammer just kind of enables Whiplash, mm-hmm. and there isn't really a, a. It's kind of a loose end at the end. I they they're kind of they were they left it open to see if they wanted to bring him back, and this is what they do a lot of, which I'm noticing now that we're watching all these Marvel movies. Is for him, for uh, abomination, not abomination. Well, a couple of people yeah, from Incredible Hulk. Yeah, they yeah. left him open because the they're leader, like, I don't yeah. know if we're gonna bring him back later because yeah. we haven't written any of these other Marvel movies yet, right? Um, which they haven't yet. But it's something that I've that I kind of am noticing from this from the Hulk from this movie is these people are still alive somewhere in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right, they're just like in prison or something like that. They could totally be back for some crazy movie. They do actually, I mean, we'll get into it eventually, but there's a short film on the Iron Man 3 Blu-ray that brings back Justin Hammer. Yeah, it does bring back Sam Rockwell. So all these, they they come back, but they don't come back in those official movies. They come in in the tie-ins, basically. Yeah, Agent Carter, Agent's the Shield. Whiplash at the end of this movie is dead. I mean, they kind of blow up their... Marvel has a tendency to kind of kill off their main villains, like if they're going forward. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, know. we didn't. There's no tears for Whiplash though, because that even his ending tears fight for scene, Whiplash. Yeah, <laughs> even his like ending fight scene with um with War Machine and stuff isn't really isn't as exciting as what just happened before. Like yeah. you know when when all Whiplash or no yeah when when War Machine and Iron Man are fighting all the bots and stuff like that's the coolest scene. Like that's yeah. really cool. The then army. To, yeah, yeah. And then you get to a fight scene with him and this giant version of Whiplash, which is like, okay. Was, was it's just not done, as like yeah. Longer. Yeah, exactly. Like you kind of already saw that. I mean, the Iron Minger fight scene was a little less polished than that one, but there was something about that first scene that was like a little bit just more exciting than that one. So, I mean, and it didn't the fight didn't really last that long either. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit powered both of them. It's not about how long it lasts, John. It's about how good it was while it was happening. And that it case, it nice. kind of no, I don't know. Yeah. It was still average. I mean, so one of the biggest com- not complaints, but one of the biggest issues that Favreau had while making it was because of the success of Iron Man and the semi-success of the Hulk, they knew that they were going to be making more Marvel movies. Mar- in the they same they already universe. knew there was going to be an Avengers movie. Yeah. So they um, changed the story. They changed the movie a lot to include Shield, Shield even Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson who's in this movie, Scarlett Johansson. As the Black Widow, and it's all and yeah, and so it almost feels like those scenes where it would have been a more complete movie with more Ivan, and they could have been there at one point. They could have been, yeah, but they had to include some setup and some. I mean, Captain America's uh, shield is in this movie. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of little baby hints. Phil Coulson in there. Phil Coulson's in this movie. There's like a there's like a, a a computer screen where they're showing the Hulk attack from like um from the incredible hulk as well, well well since we're talking about the whole universe do you guys like in these movies when um there are chapters of these movies that are just meant to serve the purpose of like the avengers movie no. or the next See, I event think movie what, i, don't think I so, think that's either. why dc is kind of failing at the moment like because those obviously you have those moments where like bvs like that entire movie like it's technically a justice league movie it's just kind of you know um you know it's kind of like you know sprinkled as something else um, I think this is the 
I think this is the only movie that kind of does that when it kind of just leads into the next one. Like Iron Man 2 is the only one. And I think that's the only time that like Feige probably thought like, hey, this is a good idea. Let's set up the Avengers. And then when kind of people took, you know, when the critical reception poured in, they're just like, this is kind of a weird movie because, you know, it's not really serving the story that you're doing now. It's kind of, you know, you're kind of setting up the big picture, which is kind of undermining your your story that you're telling. And so Feige kind of backed off from that. And he doesn't really do that in the other the other movies as much. Maybe the, a little bit of, we'll get to that in Thor, but I feel like this was a, an experiment to try to, you know, to try to make the Avengers popular. Yeah, see how many of that is, uh, yeah, because I think there were, there's probably, when they announced the Avengers, there are a lot, there's a lot of excitement already. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that felt, that, that those parts felt like almost episodic rather than a part of the, the movie. Because it, it, it th- those parts were just um, uh, Fury showing him you know the, the the pieces to stop himself from dying right and then and, he mentions like right after that he's like well we need you good because we need you on our team and yeah. stuff like that and what it's just team like, yeah exactly and then and at the very end there's a whole sequence where they tell him he's like well you're just going to be on as a consultant and, stuff and then like there's that. that scene where he looks at the camera and winks and says avengers 2k <laughs> 2k 12 2k 12 <laughs> coming soon <laughs> um, yeah, what, what I'm trying to think of other movies. There are not a lot of movies that have such a good, successful shared universe where they have characters in them to to you know kind of egg the main narrative towards the next thing. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't think that that ha- I'm just trying to think. Maybe it's Kevin Smith's movies, but they don't. Yeah, they don't like interrupt, or at least the older Kevin Smith yeah. movies, they don't interrupt the narrative to like you know set up the next one. You just know that Jay and Silent Bob is going to be like you know they're going to be in the next movie after that. Mm. so it's weird yeah i don't think there's i don't think you can kind of peg one not that i can think of yeah there's no big (laughs) cinematic franchise that has multiple uh parts despicable me no i mean you see dc trying to do that now like dc is obviously trying to do that so well that's pretty cool but like you know kudos to them but marvel's kind of doing it right until they did it wrong and i feel like that's this is the movie we're talking about where they where it kind of went in a weird direction and then they course corrected after this Speaking of course correction, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to do our Marvel trivia challenge. And then we'll be back for more Iron Man 2. Iron Man. Welcome back. And this is our super special Countdown to Infinity Marvel trivia game. So with the help of a game app called Kahoot!, um, we play a trivia game, and this is going to be all about Iron Man 2, some behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, some of this is really crazy. John actually spoiled one of these already, so if you remember what John said, he Ooh, already knows one of the know. answers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, So I'll read the question, and there are going to be four answers to choose from, and uh, yeah, you pick. And at the end, someone wins a 2008 Chevy Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> That's right, guys. Geo Metro. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-owned, four hundred thousand miles on it. <laughs> it's missing a door. <laughs> Bring your own engine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, here we go. So this is the Iron Man Two trivia game. Are his nuts. You ready? <laughs> just a picture of Iron Man's nuts. Here we go. Favreau was so upset about Marvel's interference in the film that he turned down which project? Was it The Little Mermaid, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man 3, or The Avengers? So Favreau, the director of this movie, didn't like 
the way didn't like the way Marvel interfered, so he turned down Iron Man three. Oh shit! Did he really? Yeah, he turned down Iron Man three. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you guys picked the Avengers, and and someone picked Guardians. Yeah, I, I picked Guardians. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, everyone is tied. Everyone's tied with nothing. Okay, yeah, no one got that right. That's crazy. I, all losing. That is true, though. Like, Favreau was uh, kind of upset about, like, he had a really good, uh, you know, basically good time wake in the first one. The second one, they were a little bit more restrictive. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, zero, zero, zero. Bunch of losers. <laughs> Mickey Rourke said the hardest part of his role was, was it pretending to know how to use a computer, working with Robert Downey Jr., Working out or being around birds. Working out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Damn. Pretending to know how to use a computer. He said that was the hardest part of his um, of his role. The hardest part was working with Robert (laughs) Teddy Jr. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Who picked that one? (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired. Robert Downey Jr. Carlos. I was just I was just reading that. That's why I think right before we got. God, John. (laughs) John has won the last two. Yeah. And it's insane. Lose on purpose. Um, so John <laughs> is... Uh, all the wrong answers. John has all the points with 936. <laughs> to prepare for the role of Whiplash, what did Rourke do? Did he practice whipping at a real ranch, worked out 10 times a day, started smoking, or visit a Russian prison? If you remember earlier, yeah, John already spoiled it. Yes, yeah, thank actually, you, John. Yeah, he went to a Russian prison. And, I tried uh, to pick, started smoking. Yep. I don't think he stopped smoking <laughs> yeah. ever. I mean, oh, I don't sure. know. He smokes, you're right. <laughs> Let's see the next question. John, still number one with a bullet, uh, 1,900 points. But Andrew's close behind. Scarlett Johansson wanted the role of Black Widow so badly. What did she do? She got bit by a Black Widow. Did she read <laughs> 100 Marvel comic books? Did she send Stanley a letter, dye her hair red, or offer to work for free? Yeah, she dyed her hair red before even getting the part. Um you know that Emily Blunt was actually cast in the in the part. Wow, and she had to leave, yep. and then she was actually very sad that like Marvel well, wouldn't work around obligation. Yeah, she was she was contracted to do Gulliver's Travels. They exactly. Or, and then, oof. but she thought she really thought that the studio was going to work around her, and it, it didn't. Yeah, and then Gulliver's Travels was better than Iron Man Two. <laughs> oh, Boom. poor Elmy. Am Elmy? Elmy Elmy Bunt. Elmy Bunt. Jeez, Andrew, you're now winning. Wow. Oh, yes. Fuck that. Bullshit. Hammer's factory was shot in what real life facility? Was it Boston Dynamics, Ford Manufacturing, UCLA Science Lab, or SpaceX? Be trying to oh, cheat, Carlos. SpaceX, baby. Are you trying, trying to, to cheat? cheat? No, I was not. He was screen sharing already. I was not looking at no. your screen. I was He's looking like, at was my looking screen. At I'm just playing. I looked at Carlos' screen. Making sure I was picking the right answer. Here's what you guys do. Everyone close your eyes. Um, and, then <laughs> and turn your backs towards each, towards each other. <laughs> yeah, they shot it in SpaceX, and uh, Elon Musk actually also cameos in this Yeah, movie. exactly. Um, I bet that's when they asked him, hey, can we shoot in your... Uh, in SpaceX? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, and they shot mostly a, at nighttime. Cool. Not a big deal, but I just thought I'd say that. Because it's indoors? It's indoors. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck cares? Um, cool. John is now in the lead, baby. Inspired by the Dark Knight, Favreau considered doing what? Was it shoot some of the film in IMAX, film some scenes in Chicago, offer a producer role to Christopher Nolan, or cast Aaron Eckhart? Because of the Dark Knight, what did he want to do? He wanted to shoot some of the film in IMAX. But then he decided against it because he thought that the effects weren't going to look good. 
blown up on the big old screen. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think uh, John may have ruined one of these other questions too. Um, but before <laughs> seeing Iron Man, Don Cheadle thought Iron Man was what? An animated film, a robot, a Batman ripoff, or a douchebag? I do actually remember. I um, I did spoil this on the first Iron Man podcast. Yeah, a robot. Don Cheadle thought Iron Man was a robot, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, you can't blame him. Most I mean, people thought he was like a robot. robot. Like that's whenever they shopped the script around for that first one, they're just like, "You want to make a movie about a robot?" And they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's a man. Read the script. <laughs> yeah, it's an Iron Man. man? There yeah. is an Iron Giant. The Iron Robot. <laughs> yeah. Um, John is now. Wow, he's he's he's. Strengthening his lead, baby. Oh, but yeah. if, I think he's got, he's got a streak going. That's why. If the streak goes on longer, I'm going to combine Andrew and Carlos's points and see if John beats that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I think that's fair. The photo of young Ivan Vanko being arrested is from. Is it from another movie? Photoshopped from an archive, a paparazzi photo, or real life? So there's a photo of Mickey Rourke being arrested. It's real oh, life. I did it. So the the picture is actually him being arrested for drug uh, drug use uh, earlier. He provided and his own photo. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, hey, you guys want a picture of me getting arrested? Here you go, baby. <laughs> so for Andrew, if he was ever in a movie and he needed a picture of him at the donkey show, yeah, we provide that. He'd have that provided. <laughs> you guys don't know what a donkey show is. Listen to our Clerks Two podcast. Clerks Two podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet, cool. So uh, nice. John Stone lead. Here's uh, the one that John kind of ruined. Which actress was not considered for the role of Black Widow? Was it Jessica Chastain, Natalie Portman, Emily Blunt, or Jessica Biel? Ooh, I don't know. Actually, yeah, that's a hard one. Not considered. Yeah, no, wow. Wow. Fuck. Oh, wow. Jessica yeah. Chastain. Yeah. You each picked the other one. So it was. it's actually insane looking back now that um, Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow because she's in a ton of Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And I bet she's getting paid for a ton of them too. But it could have been... Natalie Portman, Emily Blunt, Jessica Biel, and there's even a longer list um, online. But a lot of people wanted to be Black Widow. Yeah, it was a pretty popular character. I mean, at the time, too, I mean, the only other female superhero characters were either in the Fantastic Four movies that just came out or they were like, you know, in Elektra or something like that. Or the X-Men. Yeah, or the X-Men movies. So this was a big deal. And it was actually pretty cool because, like I said, this movie still has my favorite Black Widow scene out of all the other Marvel movies. You know, she has a signature move, which we can talk about in every other Marvel movie, but she wraps her legs around a person and then uses her her momentum to hurl them around. Um, So if you had tried doing that to me... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I tried doing it to her. <laughs> it was very, very messy. Yeah, results, results were not satisfactory. Not the same. Just yeah. a lot of poop on our faces. <laughs> Damn. What? We, we had diarrhea. I was excited. <laughs> it happens. Um, cool. So in total, how many effects companies oh, worked fuck. on this movie? Oh, shit. Was it 15, 4, 32, or 11? 15, 4, 32, or 11? Yeah. Uh, who got that right? That I did. Nice, Carlos. Eleven effects companies worked on this movie, and it was pretty effects heavy. If you if you watch it, almost every time there was an Iron Man suit, it was CGI'd, or they would CGI it going onto his body. Mm-hmm. I mean, only like the torso or like the helmet was like real, real, yeah, insane, insane in the membrane. It's a lot of companies. Uh, which actor was also considered for the role of Hammer? Hammer. Was it Heath Ledger, Morgan Freeman, John Hamm, or Al Pacino? Oh, so Hammer, who is uh, uh, in this movie, kind of the human villain. Oh, you all got it wrong. Al, Al, Pacino, Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah, he was considered to be wow. Hammer. 
Um, they even sent an offer. I don't think they could yeah. afford him. But well, how insane would that be? Who picked Morgan him? Freeman? Which one do you pick Morgan Freeman? <laughs> did you I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a nice voice. It yeah, would have been did. a good I Hammer. picked John Hamm. And I was like, John Hamm looks like he would be a good I Justin thought Hammer. I Ledger because he, well, obviously John Favreau was in love with the Dark Knight. So. It, well, it, it's weird because when, when I was making the fake... When I was making the fake people, I would put Heath Ledger, Morgan Freeman, and then I put Christian Bale, and I was like, "No, that's that's everyone from The Dark Knight." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So Al Pacino. And I'm insane. I think there's still room for Al Pacino to be in a Marvel movie. He's he's got the goods. He wants to be. He yeah. said he saw like Guardians of the Galaxy, and he really, really loved Blue that movie. Yeah. I bet you he asked for a ton of money though. Sylvester so Stallone was. Yeah, that's probably why they're not. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Stallone is in already. Yeah, you're right. Cool. Awesome. Uh, so John is still in the lead, Jesus but there's still Christ. time that pretty much not. for anyone to yeah, win. Not really. There's still Come a couple on. of questions. I keep getting guys. these answers off. wrong and I'm still winning. He's pretty insane. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> called. We're also getting them wrong. <laughs> You're just being smug. But you know what? Um, Carlos is moving up, moving, moving up, up the, up. moving on up to the east side. Jefferson's. Um, <laughs> how long did it take composer John Debney to record the entire score for the movie? One day, four days, a week or 10 days? How long did it take the composer to make oh, the I did score? it. Ooh, it took four days. Four wow. fucking days? That's these pretty are, impressive. These are insane questions, and uh, it's evening out. It's evening out the herd. Yeah, it's crazy. Four, four days. I don't feel like that's a long time. Score. Yeah, for an entire yeah. score. Like That's freaking insane. Yeah, he Bonkers. must have not slept. No, he probably just played um, something over it, because I can't even remember like the score. Days. Like, can <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, not really. Who There's picked uh, like one good song? A week. I picked a week because I was like, that would make that more makes sense. sense. Yeah. Like, you know what's weird too is we don't know how long it normally takes. So that's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is average. Thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. How long does it take John Williams? He's like, I don't know. Just, He's like, it takes me an afternoon, an hour. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is too long. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he can't do his job. And I'm sorry, John Ebney. Open invite. Um. <laughs> nice. Oh, geez, it's so close. Andrew is only twenty points away. Twenty-one. And uh, Carlos still has a chance if he hits John in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 13. Which word was removed from the Chinese release of the film? Was it the word sexy, speed, Russia, or murder? Mine One of these words... even moved on. My, my epithet. Uh-oh. Andrew's, <laughs> Andrew's pretty much screwed. His phone yeah. is malfunctioning. And you're about to win, too. Boom. Oh, you all got it right. Russia. The word Russia was removed from the Chinese version of the movie because they wanted to distance themselves from Russia. And I don't know yeah. how. Speaking of Russia, I think that, they hacked my phone. How that worked out? <laughs> well, are you a Clinton voter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, open invite. Put some whiplash humor. Some Vladimir Putin, Clinton. Hillary Clinton, open invite. <laughs> you guys are invited on Countdown to Infinity, yeah. the Marvel podcast, baby. <laughs> What do you think Putin's favorite Marvel movie is? Iron Man 2, obviously. That's with, uh, right. Michael. Yeah, exactly. Ivan Drogmoff. Vanko. <laughs> <laughs> no, what if it was like, what if he was like, oh, I love Guardians. Very fun. <laughs> Good soundtrack. Like, uh, Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Well, he's German. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the Hasselhoff stuff. I wanna, I'm going to go to the streets and record people saying, I like Guardians of the Galaxy because the good soundtrack. Because I bet we can find 100 people to say that. To be mm -hmm. like, it's yeah. such a good soundtrack. It's going to be the intro to the Guardians episode. Yeah, that's what we should do, guys. I'm not going to do it. It's too many people. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, yeah, super close still. It looks like about 60 points between John and Andrew. Again, Carlos, if you hit one of them, <laughs> they technically can't answer anymore. 
Question yeah. number 14. For who was this the first sequel for? That's a weird question. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> for who was this the first sequel for? Was it Clark Gregg's first sequel, John Favreau, Don Cheadle, or Samuel Jackson? For who was this the first sequel for? <laughs> oh, shit. It'd be uh, funnier if I put an exclamation point instead of a question mark. Right, well, Oh. oh, it was John Favreau's first Ooh, sequel. I yeah. can't name them all, but I know this is correct. Don Cheadle was in Ocean's Twelve. Uh, Samuel Man. Jackson obviously was in every one. sequel, probably ever. Um, Samuel Jackson, yeah, was in a um, was Clone Wars, Star Wars, yeah. yeah, and all that stuff. Clark Gregg, um, well, this is, I mean, he was in Iron Man One. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> John Favreau, this is his first sequel ever, directing or oh, acting. Direct. Oh wait, what the fuck? Okay, cool. Uh, what was wrong? You didn't, you didn't understand the question. <laughs> It's easy. For who was this the first sequel for? <laughs> it's like if you let me read it backwards. <laughs> it makes more sense. It makes more sense. Sequel first, the this was who for? Yeah, that reading it backwards makes even more sense. Um, cool. Let's see who got fucked by that question. John is still winning. Uh, I think it's over. Yeah, I think it's pretty much over. Anyways, yeah, for kicks and giggles, the last question. Who was the young boy oh. at the Stark Expo with the Iron Man mask? So in the scene where, whoa, it's, I don't know where the picture is, but there, there's a scene <laughs> where the little boy has an Iron Man mask. Uh, was it the boy from Iron Man 3, Peter Parker, Stark's son, or a future villain? Shit. Yeah, it was Peter Parker. The wrong one. Isn't that insane? Uh, there's a little boy at Stark Expo that um, I guess uh, Stark saves, yeah. or Iron Man saves, and it's revealed now that that was young, young Peter, Peter Parker, Parker yeah. at the Stark Expo. Bonkers, right? Cool. That is bonkers. And not bonkers. cool at the same time. Before the spider bit him. Yeah, before the spider bit him. No, before the black where. widow bit him. Yeah. Am I right? Um, yeah, let's see what the final tally was. John has won. No, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, Andrew snap. Won. Andrew won. Andrew, you won, man. What do you have to say to your fans? About uh, time. Shoot for the stars. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's Andrew. not over till it's over. Yeah. Nail biter here. Um, but yeah, Andrew, you won. You get to choose one listener to gift this 2008 Camaro, <laughs> no engine, 400,000 miles to. I'm just kidding, guys. Legally, that was not a giveaway. You can't Legally, sue us. We stole this 2008. Camaro. But pretty fun. What piece of trivia uh, was the most interesting to you? The score part was pretty crazy. I mean, um, yeah, the, the fact, score. Yeah, the fact that someone has to actually. You know, fucking make a score in four days' time sounds bonkers as hell. Like I can't imagine the stress that that dude was Poor guy. in. Yeah, um, I think I th that was pretty insane. Um, I think what's really cool is in all of these movies during these trivia games, we get to learn who could have been casted in a lot of these roles, mm -hmm. and it's hard to think of someone other than other than that. Like who is like stuck, who else yeah. other than Scarlett Johansson or Iron Man? It's gonna be Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Oh God! Well, that I'd and watch that movie. That edge of tomorrow. Boom. Oh, yeah. You're right. There you go. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll take a break really quickly, and we will return with more Iron Man 2. We'll talk about Stanley's cameo. We'll talk about the after credits. The birds. The bird that's in this movie. Yeah, um, all the bird. There's a lot of birds. Yeah, there's a lot of birds. <laughs> We're going to talk about every single bird in this movie. Uh, there's one a minute in that's flying in the air. You don't really see it. But, but you, you know it's hear there. it. You hear it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's actually the bird from Rio. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Anyways, we'll be back after this.
were just like, hey, I gotta go podcast, hang out here, <laughs> which is something Stay I do. here. Yeah, I drop Sophia off do all the time. Okay. Um, welcome back to the podcast. So before the end of the episode, we have a couple more things to talk about. Let's talk about that Stanley cameo, baby. Mm-hmm. What do you think oh. about the Stanley cameo? Where the fuck? Oh yeah, I know when, when Stanley's yeah. this one. This is yeah, the Larry yeah, King yeah. one, right? Larry. Yeah, another mistaken identity one. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to the uh, Hugh Hefner one. From I bet the you first it makes one. him feel old. He's like, man, all these people are super old. I guess people are just saying that I look old. You know what? And you know, it's kind of racist that old white men are always getting mistaken for each other. They're different people, that guys. Kind of true, I guess. I mean, that's yeah. Stark's fault, though, in this case. And he yeah. is kind of a drunk the entire movie, so that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool cameo uh, up there. Better than the first one. Nice, cool. Hugh um, yeah, what are your final thoughts on Iron Man 2? It's kind of a weird movie. It is. Because it's kind of between like a movie about Iron Man and a Marvel... Avengers commercial, basically. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys like it? Um, No. Okay. <laughs> Could, yeah. Do, well, yeah. I mean, and it's not to say that this movie is like horrendous, but it is definite. All the other movies are better, for sure. I, I know that every time I, I watch a new Marvel movie, I, I end up changing my rank. You know, which one was first, which one was last. And this one seems to always occupy my last slot. No you, did you like what. The Hulk better than this movie? Yes. Wow. I did. Well, and then, I mean, we'll get to the other, other movies that are are a little bit more lackluster than the others. Like, like Thor 2 mm-hmm. or, you know, even some people even say Cap, the first one, or Iron Man, or uh, Thor, uh, Thor, the first one also. But um, this one, again, does occupy my last slot just because of... I mean, when you listen to this movie on paper, it does sound kind of cool and like the themes that it's playing at and, you know, Iron Man's dying and, you know, the, it's the, that imagery or the of the, the uh, dark middle sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And um, again, it's got some really cool fight sequences and um, really cool effects and the cast is good, uh, adding even the new additions. But um, when it actually came to, it's just that it, it felt like too much of the studio interruption. We're like, hey, we want to definitely push these upcoming movies rather than make this movie good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there was nothing that you could latch on to to like say like, OK, I want to like finish this movie and I don't want it to sort of like end. It was more like you were always like waiting for the next scene. To see where it was going, but you never felt it like, okay, like this is what I needed from Iron Man 2. And you get like, you know, like you compare it to Iron Man 1, of course, because you have to, it's the first one, and you can latch onto something in Iron Man 1, and it was done well. So you get to 2, and it's kind of like too fast, and then at the end, it's way too fast, mm-hmm. you know, the whole villain scene. So it's like, what do I? What do I? What can I recall that I can talk about for twenty minutes? Then that you can't really pick a spot in the movie. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I I kind of agree with that way too. It's not the worst. I guess like I don't know because to say the worst Marvel movie is I guess this one would have to. I would really have to kind of line them up with the other ones that are not so well. But um, it's it's, it's kind of like Carlos kind of just put it nailed it on the head there it's kind of a lot to take in like in such a short movie too because it's not a very long movie at all it just kind of jumps around a whole lot that you're not really kind of attached to one single part um like the the storyline with the 
the Palladium storyline is really cool and everything like that, but then it doesn't really last like that well. And then whenever it's resolved, it's kind of, you know, it just goes away quickly. Like, I thought that new element that they made and put in his chest, like, that's it cool. It saves everything. his life. It saves his whole life. Well, yeah, but yeah. how does it reverse the damage? That's the weird thing about it. Like, I thought it was just going to just stop the, you know, the poisoning of his body. Yeah. But you actually see it when he puts that arc reactor in, like, the the things on his neck are actually, like, disappearing. And I just, like, I didn't know that thing like you know obviously cured cancer too yeah, yeah exactly. like it's kind of crazy so but but as far as like you know you get a really cool war machine scene maybe the most war machine scene in the entire mcu you get a very cool black widow introduction which is awesome and for those those little aspects to me make the movie a pass but it is kind of like you know it's kind of a weird little middle chapter in the mcu and like i said earlier it's kind of like it's an experiment that kind of didn't work too well like it did work it made lots of money and I mean, the reviews are obviously better than most other superhero movies. Yeah. But it is kind of like it drops the ball when it comes to like villains and stuff like that. I think this is where Marvel's villain problem started, where it kind of like, you know, they became like just one note bad guys that just want to like, you know, kill the hero. Um, so in that aspect, it's kind of like, you know, a little subpar, you know, above below the those other Marvel movies. But it's still kind of enjoyable and stuff like that. I just, you know, it's the weakest of the Iron Man trilogy and maybe maybe one of the weaker, you know, one of the weakest installments of the entire MCU in general. Yeah, yeah. I think it was very uneven, and you guys pretty much talked about the whole movie. Pretty quick, yeah. Um, it was very quick, but yeah, I, I think it had a lot of potential. I mean, you had a someone who was struggling with dying slowly, mm-hmm. and, and who actually had a timeline. He had a his his wristwatch would tell him how soon he was going to die. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the use you know, of watches in this one, Incredible Hulk, boom. In, in this one, watch, watch, watch. But I think what was I think what made that that final Iron Man. And War Machine scene so good was you hadn't seen a good team up, at you know fight scene in a long time or really ever at least in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And just in general, yeah. you had, you got away from sidekicks, yeah, um, from like superheroes for a while until this movie came around. Yeah, and th- yeah. you're definitely right, Emmanuel, is that this was like the very first team up between two heroes in the cinematic universe. Especially if you know about Avengers, you're getting soups excited because you're like, damn. Yeah, this is going to happen on a wide scale. This can happen 10 times. And now, countdown to Infinity Wars when 400 superheroes are attacking one guy with a glove. Yeah. Um, No glove, no cosmic love. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Listen to that, teens and tweens and (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) preteens. Hopefully no preteens. I mean, just adults. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anything else you guys want to add? Oh, not really. Just like, you know, just keep on the lookout for uh, Thor, which is next up. And this is going to be exciting. Thor. I can't wait for that one. It's so awesome. different. So different for, for from the Kenneth other ones. Kenneth Branagh. Boom. Yes. Yeah, really different. Yeah. Speaking of Kenneth Branagh, he directed the after credit scene of this one. Of this movie. What do you guys think about the after credit scene? So if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. It's probably on YouTube.com. Ever heard of it? Idiot. <laughs> um, but it's a scene of Thor's hammer smack dab in the middle of New Max Echo. Um, pretty cool, pretty standard. It's actually a scene from it's from Thor, yeah, from yeah. Thor. But I think this movie came out a whole year before that movie, so people are kind of just wondering, like, how is this going to work? Because yeah. now you're making a movie about a dude with a giant hammer, like as a demigod. Yeah, and I think I was skeptical too, because like I didn't really like Thor. I like didn't really like Thor the character because I remember reading it in Marvel comics and stuff. Like he. Spoke kind of like you know in in old world like you know Victorian yeah, Shakespearean it'd be hard language to humanize him yeah exactly on on I could just could not see it like on on screen and so I'm just like man this is gonna be a dude with like a muscle shirt I wasn't sure about Viking Hemsworth helmet. either yeah I, I wasn't I was sure like, about I don't that know who this guy is Star Trek and that was it yeah and yeah. then so yeah. he's 
he, you know, he swings a hammer around and he wears this like Viking helmet and it's kind of weird. Yeah. And then the movie came out and then all of a sudden, like it's, it was cool. But this, this yeah. scene is like the first hint of it. Yeah. And it's actually, it was, it's kind of bonkers because now you're start. We said that about the last uh, after credit scene, but now you're actually starting to oh, see. Oh man, I'm getting excited, even though I've seen thing. all the movies. Yeah, exactly. Now oh, you're starting oh to actually see this thing come together because Avengers. it's not just another Iron Man movie or another Hulk movie. It's an actual different character that they're introducing. Yeah, and I and I gotta say, this after uh, credit scene was exciting at the time, but looking back on seeing Fury in the movie and all of the Shield stuff in the movie, kind of took away from this after credit scene because you kind of got the feeling they were all gonna collide anyway because it wasn't a solo iron man movie with a hint of avengers at the end there was a lot of yeah it was almost like a shield movie. Like oh check out the iron shield man. of of captain america i'm using mm-hmm. it to prop up my shit yeah um but yeah but cool great after credit scene excited for thor so crazy i'm excited for those dutch angles baby mm-hmm. dutch <laughs> it up we're gonna dutch it up a lot next, yeah. next episode Kenneth Branagh. Carlos, are you going to do that one or are you going to go back to Hotlanta? I'm going to be back in Hotlanta. Not even joking. You better get on that Infinity set. Oh, I, I will. I'll try mm-hmm. to see. Steal a glove. Steal a stone. I think they're done, but... What? Of, for I think all they're of them? done in Atlanta for now. Well, where are they going next? We got to send you. <laughs> I mean, they'll probably do something in Atlanta. They'll probably film like Captain Captain Marvel, which shoots probably pretty soon in yeah. Atlanta. So like... That they do a lot of the effects, the big effect scenes there Atlanta? too. So. Mm, get us some green screen work, baby. Get us some. Get us some uh, Mark Ruffalo in a in a green screen. Get cast as an extra <laughs> Can definitely in one of do the that. movies, and then yeah. wear the Delphin pod shirt. It's a long haul. It's a five year plan that you got to do. <laughs> but you've got to. I'll plan it out. I'll be there lo- long Aren't, enough. They're shooting the more the other Guardians there again. I think yeah. too. Guardians yeah, 3. yeah. yeah. It's a big stuff. big of the. So sad. But thanks for effects. being on the pod. Thank yeah, you dude, for thanks. having me on the it's pod. Awesome, man. The pod. Thanks for coming. Uh, come back next time. Come back, baby. Oh, I will. Come hard. Come, come on. back and come hard. It's me kissing all of you. Stop, please. You keep kissing a specific part. Just yeah. Hold me, on, let me get down, down here. Down. Okay. Yeah, you t- can, now, now turn around. You can <laughs> keep going if you want. I guess. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys watch. I can't do this if you guys don't watch. <laughs> this just makes me giggle. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> all right, guys. Bye. Later. Later.